so this is going to be another continuation of this, I would say, trilogy of entries I'm doing. And the only reason I'm doing them separately is because I feel each of these films kind of deserves their own separate talking point. So for entry 42, I have another, obviously, Nicolas Cage film I want to talk about. But this one goes a little bit away from what the other two kind of are about they're all horror films all three of these films are horror films just like how mandy is and willie's wonderland is but they all are different versions or different sub-genres of say a horror film for example mandy's is kind of horror bittersweet revenge and then willie's wonderland is very much comedy horror with you know animatronics and thriller and gore and stuff like that this film that i want to talk about right now however it's called color out of space it came out about two years ago and what the film is is it's a science fiction horror but it's based off one of the short stories written by hp lovecraft for those who don't know who hp lovecraft is at this point in time in history the I guess the um, the abridged H.P. Uh, Lovecraft for dummies would be is that he was a writer of various uh, stories that were both weird and scary in nature, and he's probably one of the big reasons to why uh, like the universe or the the mythology behind uh, Cthulhu exists. He's kind of he kind of popularized that. I don't want to say he originated it because I'm not 100% certain on that, so I don't want to put that fact out there. But he kind of popularized popularized it and just made a lot of stories that revolved around this same universe, one of them being The Call of Cthulhu. So, he wrote this short story. The short story is called A Color Out of Space. And then this director, uh, who also helped write the write the script his name is richard stanley so now we're just going to do some history about this and that's why this deserves its own entry you know in the diary right now because this has a lot of stuff that should be mentioned and should be uh expressed when you're talking about this film and it's a really really good film so now Richard Stanley is a director, uh, mostly in horror films, from the late 90s. He's only known for two other actual films, uh, one of them being um, something Devil. Uh, I was reading the thing before, uh, right before I started the entry. Something Devil and another film called Hardware. So now these aren't big name films. They weren't in theaters, I don't believe. But he's kind of known for them and they have like their own cult following. What he's really like, what, what his big break would have been is the film The Island of Dr. Moreau. Now we all know that film, uh, if you're horror movie fans from the late to mid 90s. And he was apparently the beginning director on that film. He didn't see the film all the way to its end because something happened in the middle of production where there was some creative differences and he was fired from the film. And they actually came out with a documentary about it uh, 15 years later, 20 years later. And the even more messed up part about that is he hasn't done a film since. So he did 
two films in the early 90s. He was trying to do this film in like 95 or 96. He got kicked out of it. And then he hasn't done a film until 2019, which was this film, Color Out of Space. So it's a, it's shocking to me because this film, like when you're talking about bringing an H.P. Lovecraft story to the visual field of what, you know, movies bring to us. You know, we've all seen books become films and all that stuff, but H.P. Lovecraft has a certain way of, I, I, I really feel bad because as a, as a writer, as an aspiring writer, I feel like I should read more of his work, but I haven't read so much of it. But the few things I have read, there's just a style that doesn't bring to, that doesn't bring forth any sort of vision that any two people I feel would have, would share. Like when you see, like if you read, uh, give me a random book, The Hunger Games, if I read The Hunger Games and 10 of the people read The Hunger Games and somebody asked me and those 10 people, write down what you think uh, Katniss Everdeen's face looks like, we could probably come to a relatively similar kind of depiction of what that is. And I know that's very a very crude example of what I'm trying to say, but the thing with H.P. Lovecraft's work is that it's really hard to to pull that off of its pages and give it sort of the sort of imagery and i believe there's also like more a more modern take on the concept as well so it's very much more modernized for this generation and the thing with richard stanley is that he's not stopping with this film so if you have seen this film and you enjoy this film as much as i did be prepared because apparently the director has a trilogy planned. He wants to do a trilogy of Lovecraft-orientated adaptations. And I think the next one... Hold on, I think I still have the webpage pulled up. Uh, uh, this is Stanley's only feature film since the firing from the island of Dr. Moreau. According to Stanley, it is the first film in a trilogy of Lovecraft adaptations, which he hopes to continue with the adaptation of the Dunwich Horror. I believe that is one I've read, and uh, that's going to be the second one. And it doesn't say anything about what the third one is, or what the third one could be. So now, one of the things that makes it hard for me to to say that we're going to get that, and I do hope we do, because this is... Ve Holy shit. Something else I'm just reading here. Apparently, Elijah Wood was a producer for this film. Huh. So a lot of people really, like, had their hands in on this. And it's got some very well-known actors in it. Tommy Chong is in it. Um, Madeline Arthur. I feel like I recognize her from something else. Uh, Joelle Richardson. She's been in a bunch of stuff. You'll recognize her. Uh, one of the things I, I recognize her from when I was first watching this film, I'm like, oh, it's this lady from Event Horizon. And I love Event Horizon. That's why I immediately recognized her off the bat. Uh, that's just one of like one or two films I've seen her in as, you know, supporting, uh, a supporting character, a supporting actor. Uh, but you'll recognize her when you watch it. Uh, and the thing is that this film, like when you see this film, it's very much, I'm going to just throw this out there. I don't know if this is a thing for any of the people listening. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. If you take any sort of uh drugs where it's like more than just weed like i wouldn't say drop a hit of acid and watch this film i wouldn't say take a few sticks and watch this film this film just 
the color spectrum that this film uses is so like poignant like it's just so mind-bending and i'm not a person who like digs psychedelics to that extent but this is like oh like it's just it's a trip from start to finish and then there's also the the fucking film that's happening where this color is this entity that's kind of taking over these people's lives it's just so well done and it really hurts me to think that a film like this it had a budget of something like 10 million dollars and it didn't hit its budget at all i think it only made a million if i'm not mistaken so that doesn't give me high hopes for more of them Unless, again, I think this might be a straight-to-Shudder thing, so if Shudder's like, yeah, we love it, make another one, then hopefully we'll get another one. Again, this was released two years ago. I haven't really looked into uh, any sort of sequels or whatnot. I didn't even know that a sequel or possible trilogy was in the works until I looked into this film a little bit more for this entry. But what I ha- what I will say is if you are a person who appreciates H.P. Lovecraft's work, if you appreciate a a film that just kind of gives you this really crazy cinematic journey, if that's something that would entice you, this is totally, totally worth sitting through. From start to finish, nothing is out of place. Everything fits and everything is... It just gets creepier and it just gets more colorful. And it just leaves you really, like, glued to the screen trying to, like, wonder what else is gonna... Not only, like, happen, but also happen to this poor fucking family that is dealing with all of this. And the ending is out of this world. And the... Again, the, the color spectrum used, and just and the soundtrack. Oh my goodness, the soundtrack is phenomenal. The sound, that soundtrack, that soundtrack attached to that like cinematic, colorful array of just how the colors twist and turn on the screen with the like the the rhythm and the and the undertone of what the music and the composer did with that soundtrack. Oh my goodness, it's just. It's it's a film that you really need to be prepared to sit down and watch. I am gonna prepare I am gonna tell you that. You need to be prepared to sit down and really be ready to take this film in. And if you're prepared for something like that, and if you're even if you're looking for something like that, if you're looking for this film that would just engulf you with just its not even the story, but just its visuals and its its use of of the uh, the sound and how the sound and the colors just kind of fill even the room you're watching it in. Like if you got a big enough TV, like I watch it in my living room on like a 65 inch TV. You watch it in the dark, that color engulfs your room. And if you got a good sound system, the sound just like eat eeks into you as it's as you're watching it all it's just so well done and it's just 
it's upsetting that um, this guy, Richard Stanley, didn't get to do anything up until this point. He probably had his heart broken after he was fired from uh, the island of Dr. Moreau. And just seeing what he was able to do with something like this, I just, I have so much hopes. And I think there's so much potential, not even just for the film or making more films based on uh, Lovecraftian stories, but also just for this director. And I hope he gets what he wants, and that is to make his trilogy.